Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hour Time Podcast, the podcast for Watch Geeks by Watch Geeks. I'm John Biggs. I'm Victor Marks. And I'm Nicholas DeLeon. And today on the show, we have a Star Wars watch, the Star Wars watch that I actually don't don't hate. Welcome, lads. How are we doing? Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Not too bad. Not too, not too shabby. You had a, you had, you had some, you had some WordPress training today, didn't you, Nicholas? I did. In my day job, they taught us how to use WordPress. Exciting. And it was, it was exciting. I will leave it at that. It was exciting. Adventures, exciting and new. I could imagine. I could imagine a little WordPress training. I would love some training. Nobody gives me any training anymore. Well, you, you're in the wrong place because they will, they will give you training on WordPress. <laughs> uh, what are we wearing today? I am living vicariously through a friend of mine who has been showing me his new watch all day long, and it is a Coke bezel GMT Master. That is nice. Is it an older one or is it brand new or what's the oh, shtick? It's, it's, it's a transitional model. So it's it's new enough to have a sapphire crystal, but old enough that it's a, a tritium loom and like super old. It's older than your Explorer. Hmm. But it's, but it's, tri- is it, is the loom dead? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tritium one doesn't last that long. It's like 12 no, no. years. Uh, Nicholas? I, for once, don't have a Seiko this week. I, I think I brought this up in one of the first couple episodes that I was on. Wristwatch Review was kind of like, because I knew you, John, had the site. And I was like, all right, my budget's like, I don't know. I, I don't even know what my budget is. Let's say $300. I don't know. That seems like kind of high, but not really. And you guys had like a best watches under some budget amount. Uh, and so I bought something that you guys featured it is the this was a couple of years maybe two years ago the fossil archival series it is uh i guess they had this watch in like the 90s it's just a quartz three-hander uh limited edition 90 of 875 i'll put a picture in the show notes but you guys featured it and i was like that looks kind of cool it's just a normal field watch it's uh Black case, dark leather strap, uh, kind of a, a light brown dial. Uh, n- nothing, nothing, uh, nothing extraordinary. But I just kind of like the the casual look of it, and it is uh, it is not the the Willard homage. So I figured you'd appreciate it. I'm pl- I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm proud of you. I'm proud that you're not wearing the Willard anymore. I think at some <laughs> I think at some point you got to get out of the house. You got to go for a little uh, a little for a little walk or whatever. Meet meet a lady and and wear that wear, sounds dangerous. Wear another watch that's not like the Willard. Maybe we'll see what happens. All I right, know. you you got the GMT. I got the uh, I got my GMT Bell and Ross. My my BR one ninety three whatever. I'm trying yeah. to decide if I want to trade that in actually because I'm I'm getting tired of it. I think, but it's one of the big square ones, right? Yeah. You know what? I'm kind of worried. I'm kind of I I lost a lot of weight. I lost like sixty pounds. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, so it's, it's still going down. So I I don't I don't feel like a big guy anymore. So I don't feel like I need a big watch. Oh, that makes any sense. Yeah, I am impressed. Like I'm still wearing. I still wear like that. Yesterday I wore the uh, Omega Seamaster GMT Chrono, which I liked a lot. Uh, it's still kind of big, but it's not it's not ginormous. But I think that one's a little too ginormous. So what what do you think is the right watch for your your new self, your new body? You're you're a new man. You deserve a new watch. What's it going to be? Well, I well like for that that Rolex Explorer Two that I have is too small. Thirty nine, I guess it would be. Well, it's I'm coming th- here then. If it's too small, you got to send it here. Okay, I'll Those send it rules. over to you. I don't make the yeah. rules. Those are the rules. Yeah, I'll send it to you. All right. I mean, I don't know. I have to, I have to go through a couple like that 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 uh that Super Loom Bell and Ross that I was talking about. I think that's about forty one. It's a little bit. It's it's almost a little bit too tiny. So 
I'm a little too big. Really? To do, yeah. So you need a 42, wow. 43 size thing, right? Yeah, I guess so. But I also want something. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ease into this thing because if I don't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin everything. You'll splash everything. out and have like three watches, and none of them will be the right one. You'll be yeah, just frustrated. I just, I just be upset. Just be really yeah. upset. It's crazy to me that you're like, oh, 41 is too small. I'm like, 41 is like, that's well, pretty no, good no, for no. me. 30, you said 31, 39 is too small, and 41 oh, is, okay. is 41 is is small in what the Omega? Yeah. Uh, but like the uh, but like the the Bell and Ross is huge. That's forty five, I think, or forty three. No, it's got to be forty five. It can't be forty three. Yeah, so it's a big so it's a big old watch. And again, before before I did this, my wrist was my whole body was bigger. So I figured, okay, I'll just okay. have a big old body so, uh, and a big old watch next to my big old body. But uh, now the now the body's smaller. What what goes into making a watch feel big is probably a good question to talk about, right? So, so there's the, the height of the watch, how tall it is sits on your wrist, right? Cause that'll make it feel like a big thing hanging off the wrist. Yeah. There's, there's the width, which is what we've been talking about, the, the diameter across, but there's also the lug to lug measurement, which is the, the, how big this thing is on the wrist and how you know, big how the band big can be, the wrist. how big the band right? can be. That's important too. Oh yeah. Well, and, and the band both at the lugs and also at the clasp, right? Cause if you have a, a band that tapers, then it will feel smaller because it's smaller on the bottom side of the wrist. So for example, I think the, I think the Bell and Ross was a little too big simply because the, it also, it's all about angles. So if I'm, so if I got a little bit more padding, I can, I can get away with the angle cause I don't really feel it. But this, this, I felt I, now I feel the angle about the, of the watch and I also feel the crown digging into my wrist, mm-hmm. which is why, which is kind of like why I like the, uh, which is like the Explorer two, because the, because the, uh, the, whatchamacallit, the crown, crown is, guards. the crown is nicely, uh, nicely, uh, blocked. Anyway, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a terrible problem to have ultimately because I just have to, I'd have to decide and, and all, all of my watches are my children. So you need a watch that's got crown guards to try and block it from digging into your wrist. You need it to have a, a bracelet that tapers so it doesn't feel too big and it can't be too tall. It's gotta be like 13 millimeters tall. I need one of those like 1960s like bracelets. What's a 1960s style bracelet? Like the like the it's like the the motorcyclist bracelet with like the little the big the big leather piece on oh, it. Oh, the Bund style. Yeah, strap. Bund style. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's the way that. to go. I think I have one of those actually. It's just a, a Timex. Yeah, they do one. Yeah, I have one. Of the, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. All right, what else we got going on? Okay, let's talk about this. Um, let's talk about this Star Wars watch. Sure. What is this thing? Okay, so St- Star Wars is obviously a property that gets licensed around a lot. That's basically how Lu- Lucas made all his money. Was he uh, when he made the movies, he got the deal to to own all the profits from the licensing originally, and so that's why they're all the toys and everything because he made all the money. And there have been a ton of Star Wars watches, and they've all. Would you would you agree with me if I said that they all pretty much universally sucked? Yeah, I mean, who cares? I mean, I mean, unless who's made them, I don't even know. Uh, so fossil made some, those are the big ones that were recent, right? They did the whole batch for the, the force awakens and you could have an orange and white, uh, watch, or you could have a gold C3PO style watch or a black Darth Vader or a black and white Stormtrooper kind of thing. And, and of course you get the, the blue and white R2D2 watch and they just never quite look like something you'd actually want to put on your wrist. Yeah, I, I will say I've never really been a huge Star Wars uh, person. I don't know much about the uh, 
for shame literature or any any of them frank <laughs> I, i've seen i've seen them here and there but i'm looking at the fossil right now but you're familiar with star wars you're familiar yeah, yes with the obviously wars, the i, I know the, the just yes it's, I'm, it's, it's a space opera that's I'm basically a, human. a hero's journey <laughs> that uh that that follows either old samurai movies or old um or literally just like fairy tales and and they're they're for children. It's a it's a children's it's a children's it's a hero's journey, journey children's story, which is children not children of forty year old men who are complaining. Children of forty year old men, a little bit of both. I mean, look, I, okay, so so I've been I've been watching Star Trek, which is similar. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. Well, it's a it's so, a program. I've been watching Star Trek: The Next Generation, and it's actually excellent. So Star Wars and Star Trek are very different. They're they're totally different because Star Wars is fantasy. Star Wars is is Star Trek is like futuristic optimism. It's realism. It's actual. It's actuality. And Star Trek has this thing where a lot of the things and concepts that get introduced as technology in Star Trek come to fruition. You know, the Star Trek: The Next Generation, the series you're watching now, introduced the concept of playing large numbers of of multimedia at the same time, and people at Apple took that and made QuickTime Player. The only special technology in Star Wars is is the is the light saber. I believe it's the, yes, I believe it's called saber and I've heard saber the, du, du luce. Saber and weapons. It's all weapons, right? There's ships. Yeah, it's all weapons. Well, no, it's ships, there's weapons and ships. space stations. With but weapons. there's but there's no. Oh, that's actually a very interesting point. There is no the the intimation the intimation in Star Wars is that androids are all intelligent. All all androids are intelligent. It's mm-hmm. the only change between between like uh, Star Trek because there's not that many androids on Star Trek. It's just except one, for, except for Datum, who is a single, uh, and his evil twin, yes, and his evil twin Bob. Yeah. Um, and then in <laughs> Star Wars, that all the, all androids are intelligent. The only weapon that's it's really really dangerous is the uh, is the light saber. Well, you got the blasters. Yeah, kind of dangerous. But, but, and, yeah. but but everything else is just basically just like a like a World War II movie. It's like the it's like yes. the Dirty Dozen or whatever. As seven samurai, seven. Well, yeah, it was the same thing. Thirty dozen seven samurai. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Please continue. What were you saying? Oh yeah. So, I forget so what now. makes these? What makes these watches? The different? fossil watch, the citizen watch. What makes yeah. these watches unique? I will say the citizen. I again, not a Star Wars person. I like it a lot. I'm looking at the lighter colored. They have this is the stainless steel finish. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty neat. Uh, I would say three fifty is very slightly high, yeah. uh, to be honest. But I think it looks cool, actually. They're they're asking three hundred fifty bucks for this thing. It is a Anadigi. It's an Anadigi. Yeah. So Citizen made these Anadigis in the eighties, and they were they're they're square or rectangular shaped, like a lot of the Casios were back then, and like a lot of the Citizens were back then. What makes this interesting is it's got a digital LCD panel, and it's also got two analog dials for telling the time on it. So it was kind of like the best of all these worlds. Is the other dial a twenty four hour dial? It's a second time zone, and you got the hour hand there because presumably the minutes don't change. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. Well, unless you're on, uh, unless you're on, yeah. If you're most Eisley, well, yeah, most Eisley spaceport or Tehran, Iran. Yeah, that's like Tehran, also, Iran. Yeah, yeah. You might be on. You might be half a half a half uh, hour. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'll, I'll okay. Uh, see, see, and I I like the design. I like this. So what this what this is evocative of? So the 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 the, the aesthetic. Of Star Wars has always been very bold and just like big bright colors and like and the 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 tech the tech isn't the tech isn't delicate I guess you could say it's, it's rough exposed and used yeah whereas it's, the tech in Star Trek is looks like looks basically like Star like Apple yeah yeah 
But I, I think it's really interesting because it's they make it in the rebel suit pilot colors and they use the rebel alliance symbol, which I believe is a chicken uh, that is yes. attacking uh, Romulan. Pretty much. It's a round circle with a trident kind of thing sticking out of it. Which is which I believe is the Mandalorian symbol. Yeah. Mandalorai, I believe you call them. And then they also mm. have a they also have a a, a a evil Darth Vander version, which is a dark <laughs> one, where the Darth Vander ship is there on the bottom. Two actually Darth Vander ships. And then you have like a targeting computer uh in the top and then yeah so this this one is named the trench run watch for a climatic scene and a climactic scene of the the first spoil it don't spoil it released in 1977 don't spoil it (laughs) spoiler alert please (laughs) and that and that's why there's a targeting computer i'm saying nothing more about it (laughs) i don't even know who's i don't even know who's uh whose father darth vander really is hint hint (laughs) i don't know they fathered anyone so there yeah uh, all right. Okay. So I, I like these. I'll allow these. I really, I, I, I get a, I get a big kick out of them. If you're really into Star Trek or Star Wars, I mean, they're interchangeable ultimately. <laughs> uh, if you're in either of those, either of those things, you could just pick one of these up and be a happy baby. I believe. I do not know why one of them is $25 more than the other, but I, th- I think what makes these things work is that instead of trying to put a character on the watch, they give us accents from things like you said the the pilot's uniform or the, yeah. the red and yellow stripes from the interior of the dashboard of the x-wing fighter yeah they're not they're not putting they're not putting uh luke luke sky taker on yeah. the watch or darth vander yeah, they're not or putting luke flashlight on the watch or 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 duke vander darth, duke vander or uh obi-ron kenobi they don't put any of those guys on there but they do put they do put like symbols and things that that yeah. make you think of the movie I'm looking at some of their Marvel uh, watches, Citizen, and I think they t- they take a similar track where it's like I'm looking at a Captain America one. I, I don't know much about Captain America either, uh, but it's not a terrible looking watch, and it, it I, I guess it vaguely kind of like hints at uh, a, a Captain America character, but it's not like just a picture of his face or something very obvious. Yeah, it's, and it's dumb. a shield or a red and white. Yeah, it looks pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, so maybe this is their. I don't know. This is their uh, forte. Perhaps. Is Citizen doing any? Uh, is Citizen doing any automatics? They do, but none of the character stuff is automatics. So Citizen Miyota makes makes obviously the Miyota movement. So they've got a, a couple of those, but they use them in their more dressy kind of watches. They don't put them in a watch for you and I. I haven't actually. I haven't. I haven't looked at Citizen in a while. I really like the Skyhawk a lot. If you're if you're really into if you want a complex watch like a Skyhawk will just uh, will just blow your mind. Yeah. But it's also going to be a big watch. It's right. The Skyhawk's what, 45, 47 yeah. millimeter? I have the, uh, I have the Navahawk. I have the Promaster Navahawk, which isn't that big, actually. Like, it, it wears better than it does. Actually, if, if, if I'm, if I'm recommending, if I would recommend like any kind of like wacky watch, I would say, I would say a Navahawk would, would do really well. It's got atomic clock. It's got all this other good stuff. It's pretty nice. What Citizen is really good at is, is of course, their Eco Drive stuff and the titanium that they do. Yeah. So it's an interesting, that's an, I'm actually, I'm actually, ple- I'm actually pleased with this, uh, with citizen look, look, looking at their, looking at their full range. I haven't thought about them in a, in like a while. I've, I have the Navajo. That's the sense I, I get that like watch guys don't think about citizen too well, much. It's their mostly, catalog is all over the place. Is yeah. The and it's mostly, it's mostly, it's mostly quartz. And then you got something like the Aqualand, which looks like, which looks like, I don't know, a polyp that came out of Jacques Cousteau's head or whatever. 
so it's not so great. If you'd go to like Watch You Seek, the only watches they're posting are like the the divers, like the ProMaster. It's yeah. just like different. Stri- well, and the so, Nighthawk, they like that one too. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's not. It doesn't have the same sort of like wide ranging. Like, oh, there's a million Seikos, or oh, there's another. You know, it, well, it's- they 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 have a million stuff, but the problem is they name it all with the same model name. Like, here's a Chandler, and there's a Chandler, and they look totally different. And I feel like they're still making stuff that they don't know why they're making. They're getting better, but they got some work to do. All right. Well, oh, there's the Captain America. I see the Captain America. Yeah, I think it looks like red, white, and blue. A little bit of a little bit of wackiness. It's not very. It doesn't scream like comic book. It's like yeah. It's it's kind of it's kind of cool. I don't know. Which to me is a fairly high uh, high compliment. Yeah, that's kind of cool looking. All right, good good for them. Good fully for them. It sounds like we're allowing citizen this week. We're allowing citizen. I'm I'm amazed. I think I'm I think I'm back. I'm back on the citizen wagon. Wow. Let's talk about Christopher Ward. Christopher Ward is a company that- what did, what did they do this time? They got the Sealander. Have you seen the Sealander? What is, what, what is a Sealander? Describe it for us. So it's, a, so it's a three-hand GMT, or is this a GMT? No. It's, wait, wait. Yeah, there's a GMT version, isn't there? The hell am I looking at? Yeah, it's a GMT version. Uh, it's a three-hander. It's got a big sword hand style. Uh, our hand is a big like, triangular sword hand. Yeah, Minute they hand doing is like that. A, is like a, I guess like a, a Roman sword hand, let's say. And then you got your GMT hand. Gladius. Gladius, yeah. That's your, right. your, your, uh, your GMT <laughs> has, has an orange tip. Yeah, so this is the, the C63 Sealander I'm looking at here. And they're all, are they, are they, what are these things? Are these quartz? These, these should be an automatic. This should be a Salida yeah, SW3300. They have auto. I'm look, yeah, that says auto. So it's, a, it's a 330 Salida, which is basically a 2893 GMT. So the so the GMT is seven hundred ninety five pounds, which is about nine hundred bucks, nine hundred fifty, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the uh, and then what's the other one here? Um, the Sealander Elite, which is a little fancier. It's got a it's got a hidden crown, and that's eleven hundred. Uh, what uh, one thousand one hundred fifty uh, pounds? So what one twenty one thirty or eleven thirteen hundred basically? Yeah. I I never understood the the draw of Christopher Ward. I I like them, but they seem like a they seem like a watch watch lovers darling. But I just I don't understand why. Victor, do you have any background in them? Because I've seen that name too, and I see like YouTube videos really kind of praising them. Oh, they do good stuff. But they're, I'm kind of with John. I'm like I don't. I don't they're about 15 eh. years old as a brand goes. Yeah, they started by making stuff that was much more affordable than either of these. Their their price ranges used to be right in that 400, 500, 600 range. And we used to make fun of them a little bit because the hands back then were uh, a circle for the hour hand, a a minute hand that's basically the same as what you see now, just the long pencil kind of thing, and the seconds hand has that trident on it. Mm-hmm. And so it we used all, to call that always, the knife or spoon hand. Yeah, exactly. And they they've done a few things over the years. They've upped their case quality a little bit, where the edges are a little bit sharper and the the finishing is a little bit better. And they doubled the prices. And they've they've made some of their own movements, and they've had partnerships where they've had other people work with them on designing and making their own movements. So they're trying to reach to be a lot more elite than than they have been in the past yeah exactly they were there but they they all they almost hit like the uh what was the david what daniel wellington kind of mode 
just on the edge. They were on the cusp. They were like they were just like skimming the edge of the planet, similar to when the Millennium Far uh, Far Far Cry yeah. uh, was about to land on the planet Taturn. Um, mm-hmm. I remember. That. Remember, and he skimmed off the edge of the uh, edge off the planet, and then the uh, the Enterprise uh, stopped him. Yep. It's tractor beam. So they skipped, they skimmed off the possibility of becoming like a real junk brand, which is fine. God bless them. And then you, uh, and then you got what you got, you got this. Now they're a little fancier. I'm worried that I'm worried they're kind of like a U-boat style where it got fancy because it just got fancy, right? Because it was big, it was popular and they basically just got too big for their britches. Now they're selling them for like 3000 bucks for no good reason. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good watch. You get a Swiss movement. It's a good Swiss movement. But it's an expensive watch, yeah. or at least more expensive than than some of the ones we usually talk about. And I am not a fan of the hour hand. They shifted away from the circle hand because they they knew that they were being compared with, well, obviously Rolex, right? Yeah, they were being compared with Tudor and Rolex, and they shifted away from that. And and so this is just a part of that trying to move away from instantly being called that. And the Trident too, I guess the Trident is their stick. Who's the other Graham? Graham's another one that's like a weird one that that had that had a shtick. The, the chronoscope thing, the, right? Yeah, the Graham shtick was basically like the big the the big uh, registers and the and the trigger. Yep. Uh, that what they were into for a while. They still and, do that, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. And I but but Graham always stayed on the on the right side of mechanical. These guys always kind of like just uh, do it. Like I said, they just they skim the edge of they skim the edge of of mass market. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I. I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a. Uh, I'll, I'll. I'll give it a couple more years to just see what. See what they could do. I don't mind this GMT, but I probably wouldn't buy it for even for 11k or 1100. Or no, it's uh, the GMT is only 795, which is wild. Well, 950 US. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's it's a decent watch. There's nothing wrong with this watch. It's just I don't like that hour hand and the the way they chop the lugs feels unnatural to me. So it's it's not for me, but it's a good watch. I would never disrespect you for this watch. Well, I'm not going to do. You don't have to disrespect me for anything. You don't have to even. You don't yeah. have to. If I'm in the habit of disrespecting people for their watches, I got other problems going on. Well, I mean, you're st- well, you should. Yeah. Uh, I. You know what? I'm going to comment on our Patreon. I don't know if anybody noticed. You see, I put the Patreon request on there. Mm-hmm. So, so I want to. So here's here's the trick. So I want to pay everybody like some actual money. Because uh, nobody gets paid, and I basically do this as like a freaking labor of love, and I pay for the server. I pay for we pay. Well, we don't pay anything for the podcasting anymore, but I used to pay. Uh, so if anybody, and that's, if, that's before my time. <laughs> yeah, if you get a chance, if you have the opportunity, go in the go in the Patreon and give us a couple bucks a month because that'd be really helpful. Uh, I just wanted I just wanted to bring that up because that's been it's been kind of frustrating me because it's basically we have a couple hundred thousand readers a, a month. Uh, and they all enjoy our content, I suspect. Uh, you would think if they're well, coming now, back. Well, we, we actually get feedback. And I love it when we get feedback. Like like Alvin, who uh, who wrote us this week. Yeah, yeah, Alvin. You know, he was talking to us about uh, the the ethics in watch journalism, where when when an outlet recommends yeah, we don't, a super we don't expensive Grand anything. Seiko and we don't sell a anything. super affordable GMT and yeah, we don't sell either one of those, but that outlet was recommending a watch that they sold. Yeah, it's really frustrating to me because I mean, look, I think I think I think we did the right thing. I made this labor love, made this an actual blog. This is probably one of the f- last pure blogs that isn't oh, yeah. like a business. Now we're talking like a full mm. business thing where it's Blogging. just like it's just last like us standing. fighting the world. <laughs> you, me, Patrick, uh, 
nobody else really just fighting the fighting the good our fight. legion of readers man Le- don't leave them out i but but uh, are they a legion do they do they support us no no do they call they 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 call do they call me luigi the sculptor absolutely not but i'm very disturbed i'm very disturbed but i think i think ultimately i think if somebody if if people would start giving find it in your heart for the price of a cup of coffee you could support you could support uh you could support victor's uh uh, watch habit oh maybe we could do something fun you know additional maybe get like a an official discord or uh you could do a discord you know stuff stuff like that to we had a, we had a slack well make make a discord nicholas let's do an official discord slack, we'll, discord i i don't you know well, whatever me. i, I don't know what's, what whatever the kids are into i, don't know I think the kids, the kids like discord more <laughs> i think that's the most slack is work slack is that dumb notification sound is like terror I think Discord is the way to go. I feel like we need a community manager, somebody who could like, like a Tumblr who can really That's like- That's the real uh, job. <laughs> who could keep, who could keep, <laughs> keep the conversation alive for God's yeah. sakes. Yeah, we need a Tumblr. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that, that was, that was bugging me. I wanted to make, I wanted to make that comment. You get it. Every post now has like a, has an ad like right at the bottom that says here, support our Patreon. And we've got exactly bupkis amounts of support from this Patreon. <laughs> Uh, Can that little bug be ad blocked? Is that the is that the issue? Oh, I don't. Know. I, don't I don't think it's so. not. It is not. I have blocked. turned off ad block on the site because I am a good person, and I I, uh, I have my ad blocks running aggressively on our site because I am a terrible person. Well, and that's well, that no, Patreon, look, Okay, okay, okay. Here's uh, but we, that we, Patreon we, part does come through. Just well, we confirming. have we have a couple more minutes. I want to I want to make a comment on that. Okay. I have I have I've was blasted the site with freaking ads. And I'm yeah. sure you guys have noticed there's interstitial ads. Google's doing all kinds of crap all over the, all over oh, the yeah. site, everything. And I still get, I still make, uh, I don't know, a couple, like, a, like, I don't know, 20 bucks a month maximum on this thing. Barely nobody co- clicks covering the hosting here. Yeah. Nobody clicks the ads. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even covering hosting. Hmm. So I'm more than willing to cut the ads hundred percent. I'd cut every single ad we could if it, if it made sense. I see what you're saying. So and I would hundred percent low bar, frankly, to cut the ads. Yeah, I, I I'll cut I'll cut every single ad we have. I also it doesn't matter to me if if we could if we could support ourselves through ad through uh, through Patreon, uh, etc. That would be amazing. And I, and then we wouldn't have any more ads. We wouldn't have to worry about it. And then it would be a lot better experience. Like one of the things that I don't like about the site right now is that interstitial Google stuff that pops up. That like it stops you from going to the site until you click yes. close. But again, hey, uh, am I? Uh, do I do I get like do I get fifty cents a fifty cents a, a month from any one of the readers about this to to stop this actual thing? Uh, if that if that were the case, yeah, I'd do it. But I'm I'm kind of like the uh, I'm kind of like the uh, the benevolent uh, owner of a bodega that is uh, that kicks the teenagers out because I know there are a couple bad seeds, and uh, and I'll I'll just I'll just I'll do it. Until, Maybe we until, should just open a bodega. Maybe. Until <laughs> until people act their age. Until More people act their age. A website. Yeah, maybe oh. just a bodega. All right, this has been the Our Time Podcast. I'm Ranty McRant and Pants. I'm Grand Moff Picard. <laughs> and I am happy to be here. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We will see you uh, next week. 